0: Great. So for the past few weeks, it has felt like we've been planting seeds. I know it's probably not the season for planting seeds, looking outside and thinking about our gardens. But the seeds that we've been planting on Sunday mornings over the last few weeks are ideas about how we can live our lives. So we started with the idea of slowing down. Then we heard about the idea of of simplifying Last week it was Sabbath that we were thinking about. And today we have the idea of seeking. That's what we want to think about today. And that's what we want to be sown in our hearts, planted in our hearts and minds, is this practice of seeking, seeking God. Now, Jesus talked quite a lot about sowing, didn't he? <clears throat> and seeds start really small, they need soil, they need nurturing. After a while, hopefully, they form roots and they begin to grow. But when we plant seeds, we don't expect instant growth. We don't expect to see the results right away. And the same is true with these ideas about slowing down and simplifying Sabbath and seeking. We can think of them like habits that will take time to form. These are ideas that... That will take shape over time. We're not in a rush, but we are hoping that we will experience some change in due course, signs of growth, gradual transformation, little by little. So if the seed for this morning is seeking, let's explore what do we mean by seeking? How do we seek? What do we seek? And why do we seek? There are other words that are synonymous with seeking, aren't there? We can think of searching, for example, looking, or perhaps even hunting. And we all spend time looking for things or searching for things, don't we? We do it all the time without even thinking about it. I'm sure this morning we went to the wardrobe or to a drawer uh, looking for something to wear. It's what we do every day. Or we go to our fridge or cupboard looking for something to eat, more than once a day, probably. And then if we lose something, like our keys or wallet or phone or bag, then we search to find them. And I'm sure we've all experienced that feeling of panic when we can't find something that's really important or something that we need has gone missing. In those situations, We spend time looking. We focus on finding the missing item. And we look in all the places that we can think of. And often we keep on searching until we've found the thing that we're looking for. And then there's information. If we're looking for information about something, our first instinct these days is probably to Google it. In fact, we have these computer search engines that make life so much easier. And looking or searching has become so much part of everyday life that we don't even think about it anymore. It's just routine. It's what we do automatically. And even if a lot of the work has been taken out of searching or seeking, it does still require some energy, some effort to look for things. Seeking is still an activity that takes time. Takes time, takes effort, and we need to be focused as well. We seek when we need something. Often the thing that we're looking for is very specific and we know when we found it. But we can also seek things that are a little bit more abstract, just thinking about some of the things that people seek for, which are, are less well defined. We can talk about seeking help. Sometimes we seek answers, these are quite general things. We can seek justice or peace or success or understanding. And these are harder to pin down, aren't they? They're more abstract than the other things we look for, but no less important than our keys or our wallet or our phone when we've lost those. If we turn our thoughts now uh, to the Bible and the things that Jesus said, there are lots and lots of places where we find this idea of seeking or searching. A few weeks ago, if you remember, we were looking at the book of Proverbs And heard all about the search for wisdom. Last week we read a passage where Jesus says to seek first God's kingdom, his kingdom, and his righteousness. But what does that mean? How do we we actually do that? There are many, many places in the Bible where people are either instructed or encouraged to seek God But even seeking God can seem quite abstract. How do we go about that? Let me read um, a few of uh, the places where we find seeking, just to see if we can get a feel for it. Um, So you don't need to look these up. I will give you the references if you're taking notes. So the first one is a very well-known one. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear them from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. That's 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. And the next one, this is addressing Solomon. And you, my son Solomon, acknowledge the God of your father and serve him with wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches every heart and understands every desire and every thought. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. That's 1 Chronicles chapter 28, verse 9. Psalm 27, verse 4 says this, again, well-known words. One thing I ask of the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord All the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek Him in His temple. And then the same psalm a few verses later Hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, Seek His face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Proverbs 8, verse 17. I love those who love me, and those who seek me find me. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. That's Isaiah 55, verse 6. And how about this one? You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. That's Jeremiah 29, verse 13. Just a couple more. Sow righteousness for yourself. We started off thinking about sowing seeds. Sow righteousness for yourselves. Reap the fruit of unfailing love and break up your unplowed ground for it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers his righteousness on you. That's Hosea chapter 10 verse 12. And then Zephaniah chapter 2 verse 3. Seek the Lord All you humble of the land, you who do what he commands, seek righteousness, seek humility. Perhaps you will be sheltered on the day of the Lord's anger. And there are lots of other verses. Those are all from the Old Testament. But then in the New Testament, as we've heard, Jesus said, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. And then we have this fantastic promise, again, echoing a promise from the Old Testament. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. So as I've said, it's not necessarily obvious what it means to seek God or to seek God's kingdom. And that's why I think it's worth taking time this morning just to go into it in a bit more detail. So let me ask you the question, when and how do we seek God? Is it something that we do as part of our daily routine? Do we have the habit of seeking God and taking time to be with God? If we follow the example of Jesus, he took himself off to be on his own with his father. Luke tells us that Jesus often withdrew to quiet places or lonely places where he prayed. So this was Jesus' pattern. This is what Jesus did. He needed to be with his father. And when he wanted to pray, when he wanted to talk with God, he went and found a quiet place to do that. And that's helpful, isn't it? Because I think seeking God, it comes down to a question of focus, and attention. When we've lost something and we're looking for it, that's the only thing we're doing. We're not trying to do six things at the same time. And if we want to seek God, we recognise that we live in a world that's that's just filled with distractions. We'd all agree with that. No one's gonna disagree. It's obvious that there are distractions everywhere. And so where where does our attention go? What is it that takes our attention, grabs our attention during the day? Or what do we give our attention to most? Probably the obvious answers are work, that gets our attention. People get our attention. And perhaps these things fill all of our time. Perhaps there are other things that also take our attention. I'm sure you share my experience that being... Quiet before God isn't easy, and making time for God in our day is a challenge. However much we might want to, the day can easily just slip by. And when we talk to God, do we talk to God as we would talk to someone who was right there with us beside us? Or is prayer more of a say, you know, a religious activity? Something where we say words, but it's not the same as engaging with someone who's right there with us. Do we have regular conversations with God, or is prayer like that a rarity? And is that something that we would like to be different? So these are just questions to help us to reflect. The other side of of this idea of seeking is that God is also seeking. Jesus talked about worship, and again, it can be a little bit tricky to pin down exactly what we mean by worship or how we worship. But Jesus talked about true worshippers who will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. So God is also seeking. And Jesus said, that he had come to seek and to save the lost so just being very practical and realistic about this if seeking takes time then we probably need to set aside time to seek god it's great that we have sunday mornings when we can be together but if we're going to seek god at other times it's going to take a focused effort. As I've already said, it's not something we can do at the same time as something else. Silence is helpful for some people. Or music can help us to seek God. Or other people's prayers can be useful too. But perhaps the biggest hurdle we have to seeking God is simply time. Seeking God involves speaking to God. Even though silent prayer can be helpful normally, we have to speak to God in order to seek him. We need to tell God what we want. We need to express what's on our hearts. We need to say what we're looking for. And God is listening. God's promise is that those who seek will find If we knock, the door will be opened. And it's good to know that God is not hiding from us. He's not making it difficult for us to seek him. And at the moment with the world in the way that it is with conflicts across the globe and disagreements everywhere, it seems important to follow the instruction, not only to seek God, but to seek peace. I've spent quite a bit of time this past week trying to understand what has been going on in Israel and Gaza. You've probably done that as well. And as as we thought about it and thinking about the possibility of peace, it just seems so far away because of the history, because of the ideologies that are involved. But how about we, we take seeking peace and seeking God seriously? Seeking God and seeking peace, they seem very linked to me. And perhaps this is the moment, this is the opportunity to take both of those things just a little bit more seriously. So perhaps the last question we should ask ourselves before we go to sleep each night is, have I had time to seek God today? Have I been aware of God's presence today? Has there been a point of connection and a moment where I looked to God, where I searched for God, a time when I asked God for help with something and sensed God responding? Let's pray. Father God we thank you so much that you not only encourage us to seek you lord you give us you give us ways to seek you lord you give us uh, help in seeking you lord you make it possible not only to seek you but to find you and lord we all we all need help in seeking you lord we all struggle with our days with distractions, with our focus and what our attention goes on. But Lord, we pray just in this moment today, Lord, and as we think about the week ahead, Lord, that seeking you would just start to grow. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.